Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Inside the Closet. It is Mateo Lane with Emma Willman, and we are interviewing one of my favorite people of all time, Solomon Giorgio. Uh, he's a brilliant comedian, he's a brilliant writer. We have a fun time talking about where he comes from and his history in comedy. So make sure to like and subscribe. Hey, this is Mateo Lane. I'm Emma Willman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. Buongiorno, benvenuto al nostro programma. Oggi abbiamo un com- comico ehm, che ha un cognome italiano, Solomon Giorgio. Yay! <laughs> We have a special guest today, Solomon Giorgio. Hi, yeah. Is that what we said? Solomon Giorgio. <laughs> Gio is G- Giorgio. So yeah, G-I-O in Italian is Gio. Ah, yeah. oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Gio. Yeah. And I was saying I have this really distinct memory of first seeing you. Oh, yes. This is what it was. I was at a bar show in Brooklyn maybe two or three years ago, and I remember being like, man, that guy's fucking funny. Because <laughs> it was like really, you know, there's sometimes you like when you first see, because especially like when you're in New York, like you see everybody around that, you know, and then so when you see somebody new, but I think I came in and maybe you'd been on for like two minutes and I was like, it was just like so like original and funny and I was like, who who, who is that guy? You can also tell when you see someone performing like, if they're just just the way they stand on oh, stage and how they pro. present, you're like, oh, this they're going to be huge. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't. I just I just perform. I don't even think about that stuff. I'm just. It was great. Don't we often think as queer performers? Because I know a lot of times people talk about when you do comedy, mm-hmm. the first kind of advice that you get from people is, oh, it's going to take a really long time to find your voice, and it's like, well, I think we've been dealing with that since we were teenagers, mm-hmm. trying to find our identity. So a lot of times, queer comics seem. Like maybe more comfortable in their own skin at oh, first on stage. I don't know if you guys relate to that at all. I don't yeah. feel that actually. No, but. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I started like like especially like twelve years ago in Seattle when I first started. I, it took me two years to get the mic out of the mic stand. Oh, yeah. I was so nervous. <laughs> oh, I was yeah. My journey to my voice, and if I told any of the jokes I did in my first three years, now I would I should be murdered. Uh, <laughs> oh, I would love to know what they were. <laughs> no, 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 ever. Like but, I, like, but that's fine. That's mm-hmm. normal. You're just learning how. That's the point of an open mm-hmm. mic is you say right. things on stage and then you realize it doesn't work. Yeah. Right. Like, oh no. Sorry. I know. You know but I didn't just say about mics. I said about shows. I just. Oh well. <laughs> championed them like they were good jokes and. You got to sell out. that shit. Mm-hmm. You know. You got to be like, here it is. That's the thing that's hard about comedy when you're trying something new and you don't have confidence in it. Then you still have to be like, you know, you got to sell it yeah. to see if it even. And then you feel like an asshole. No, I think, like, for me, it was in the last five years that I felt, uh, like, I'm like, oh, I'm getting it now. Mm-hmm. And I'm still, like, not all the way done yet. Yeah, well, it's always a work in progress. I mean, mm-hmm. you see comics who are, like, in their 80s, and they're, like, they're still <laughs> going at it. You know what I mean? They're still working at their craft. Totally. But because I think comedy is so, like, it's so you that you're always changing, and so your voice on stage changes, your interests change, mm-hmm. your jokes change. I mean, I think it's... Comedy is interesting because you evolve, you and your jokes evolve simultaneously. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. Yes, because you see some people doing their acts from 20 years ago, right. and yeah. you're like, well. And you got to evolve. You gotta, I got to get, because I was thinking, I was like, I got to get some goddamn interest. Because I was like, you know, like I was like thinking on stuff I wanted to write about. And I'm like, man, like my, I got to get some more like interesting interest. Because yeah. now my whole world is so immersed in entertainment stuff that I'm like, what what the hell? Would I you know what I mean? So I gotta like have my life match up with, you know I gotta come up 
generate some goddamn content over here. You gotta here. go do stuff. I gotta go do st- I'm gonna take a cooking class. I'm going to Europe. Ooh. Wait, when are you going to Europe? In August. Oh, where are you, where are you going? I'm gonna go to Paris. For Did fun? Yes, for Ooh. fun. By myself. We'll see what happens. If I come back alive, great. Uh, no, you'll come back alive. Uh, I, you don't know how, what I'm going to do there. That's right. true. Yeah, what's that's the, true. What's the itinerary? I might just change my whole persona and be like, I'm going to be a bitch to everyone here. Yeah. Well, that's perfect. How are you Paris. doing, colonizers? <laughs> Go back to Italy and be like, look, I'm taking over now, sons of bitches. The Italians, uh, co- quote occupied. unquote, colonized Ethiopia. Occupied. Oh, thank occupied. you for telling thank me you. that because I did not know that actually. That's why my last name is Georgia. <laughs> it's an Italian <laughs> name. Ah. It's an Italian first name. So, okay, I didn't. Uh, so you and you, so you started comedy in Seattle, mm-hmm. and then you moved to L.A., which is where I live now. Okay, nice. And that's and where you we, developed that mostly. Um, it was. I started five. I did five years in Seattle, and then. I, uh, yeah, it's been seven years in LA. Jeez, seven years. Wow. I know, it's been almost seven story. and a half years for me in New York. And I, Mateo will be in Seattle coming yeah, up Thursday. for Pride. Yeah. Are you, have you performed in the Pride in Seattle before? No. It's going to be big because I got a message from someone, a friend from college, mm-hmm. asking about him performing in Pride, saying her friends are very excited. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hope people show up. And they were, people watch, will show people up. People will show up. They will be there. So that's at least five. Right. Of my friend's friends. So and you got five people. You got five people. That's it. That, look, I've done plenty of shows where it's just five people before. And they asked if you were going to do a meet and greet, and I said, I don't know. I'm doing two shows and no talk of a meet and greet, so okay. I don't think so. Also, right. that's, yeah. That's, I think you'll, if they're doing two shows, they're probably Yeah. And, right. And yeah, it's, you're going to have a fun time there. I, I love that a, city. I, I do a, like Seattle. I, I've never been to Seattle. Oh, it's a really great city. I've never been. I used to get so nervous doing gay shows. And then I did a gay show last night after I'd been in Vegas all week, mm-hmm. which is like very straight yeah. feeling, at least where I was. And then the gay show last night was so fun because I used to always get so nervous. But now I feel like I've like made peace. Yeah, with doing gay I shows. I used to really get nervous for gay shows, and I would feel like they wouldn't like me. Mm-hmm. But I, the more we do this, the more I'm like, oh, I think it was just like, it's like when you gays, you bring them together, it's like two pit bulls. Are they going to yeah. like each other or fight? <laughs> so you never know. So now it's like I feel more comfortable in my skin. And, yeah. you know, I, yeah, I love it because I can talk about Liza and I don't have to explain anything. Exactly. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I, like I've always, it was the same way. Like, gay shows are like, nah, I'm not going to do well in this situation. Mm-hmm. People here, and then I was like, wait, am I nervous? Because of my comedy, or am I nervous because it's in front of gay people? And like, that's like, why would I? Right. right. Like, it's well, I think because gay, gay. Well, just speaking on gay men, general, generally mm-hmm. speaking, um, always associated comedy with women, straight women, mm-hmm. or, or and, you know, obviously women. Ellen, Wanda Sykes, and Margaret Cho, and stuff. So it's not all straight women, but like those were like our icons, and so there were no quote unquote gay men really doing stand up. Mm-hmm. So when when a gay man gets on stage, it's kind of like that. I hear this at brunch. Right. <laughs> Where is Kathy Griffin? Right. It's true. I could do that type thing. I can do that. Right. And you're like, you can't. Right. You're funny, but you can't. It's different. I do love watching somebody who has that confidence try to do it, and you're just like, no. <laughs> yeah. You see? Yeah. Wasn't that easy, was it? <laughs> yeah. Were you always out on stage? Um. Yes, from the beginning. I um, I, I just, yeah, because I, I started when I was like 25, so I was very much comfortable being gay so when I yeah so it was just uh, it was never the question it was also weird too because where I started there wasn't there was only one other queer comic at the time so I was like oh I, right I, I, but it's it was such it was the very beginning of the alt scene in Seattle and I was immediately embraced so it was mm. kind of like there was no need to fear 
Uh, then I did start doing shows in small towns, and I was like, I don't need to tell them I'm gay right off the bat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can you pass? Mm, I usually... I used to be very concerned about passing, and I did a great job at it when, then. But I don't, I don't. I think within about ten minutes, people usually figure it out. Right. However, my personal trainer still hasn't figured it out. Really? Oh, no. interesting. <laughs> Boy or girl? It's a guy. Yeah. Straight. Interesting. And it's not like, I, and it's just one of those things where I'm like, he just points out girls, and I still, it's been, I have, I've, I've been with him for a year, and I still haven't told. Him. And you're in like a sundress with heels, yes. and he's still like Shakura. Like he's like, he, he like just like, with that uh, sound whenever I lift things, and he's just, <laughs> it's not picking up on it. I had a, this girl I traveled with. I did like a study abroad program, and she. It was after I was out. We were. I was in college, and she. I realized she never picked up on it, and then I just never corrected her. And after a while, it would have it went on where it would have been weird if I did, because maybe now I'd feel. Would you feel weird if you did tell him? Because I, I felt like then she'd feel weird. But now, how do you bring that up? Now I'm just having a good time, right? Yeah. I'm just like because I'm not doing anything to like, like because when he t- points out to girl, I'm not looking, right? I'm not <laughs> interested. I'm like I literally just glaze over it. <laughs> like it's like, like yeah, she's so cute. Her hair looks good. Mm-hmm. A lot of that. That's a great outfit. Yeah. <laughs> I will tell women in public because I know you're not supposed to like comment on like how they look. But if a girl's got really good makeup, mm. I will always say your makeup is so good. Yeah. And then they're like, "Thanks," but usually they're working hard to make that makeup look good. Mm-hmm. And I then I was okay. with Des Bishop, and he said it because he was like, "Look," because they probably thought it was gay, and it was nice to give someone a compliment. And I'm like, it was, it was like just. Relax. I think it's okay to give a con- like a. Yeah. I'll, I'll say it to men. Like sometimes I'll look at be like seeing men like I like I'll, the guys like shoulders or something. I'll be like, you really you can really tell you work out like good job or something. <laughs> well, that's all. That's I compliment outfits all the time. Yeah, on women because like if they're if somebody's working an outfit, they, it's like yes, you look great. That's right. an amazing outfit. That's and it's just something. But yeah, I. Yeah. You made all the right choices this morning is what you're trying to tell Look, them. I can I'm not visually turning away from what you're wearing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 I feel like um makeup and nails I always comment on. Mm-hmm. Makeup and makeup nails and hair or if I would like you guys compliment a guy like that? Um, like just a random stranger? Would you be like a great outfit? No, probably less. He doesn't deserve a compliment. <laughs> yeah. He has enough confidence. I don't need to bother with that. Yeah. Because I'll only compliment men. Like I wouldn't if I would feel creepy or weird if I went up but to a woman and do you was think like, it's Great. because you're a lesbian? I mean, the same way I'm, I'm gay, sure. so I don't want them to think I'm hitting on them. Exactly. Yeah, I'm always like very like hyper aware of that. I always just kind of assume everybody's straight unless I'm shown otherwise. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I do and I don't. I almost, sometimes I'll assume everyone's I think actually everyone's gay, gay. But then, not everyone. But in like work settings or after shows, I always just assume everybody's straight. Or if I'm in a bar, everybody's straight, and I don't want them to think I'm, you know, being creepy. <laughs> Probably because I'm creepy, so then I have to, like, yeah, the, that's why I'm self-aware. Yeah, I'm, I'm always concerned that I'm a creep. Right. I just can't help. I'm so, I know I'm tall, I'm looming. I'm just like, oh. So I'm looming. Scary, like, stop standing in the goddamn corner. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, we Usually in this podcast, we don't do, like, backstories and stuff, but some people have interesting backstories. So where were you born? I would oh. love to hear your backstory. Uh, I'm, I'm, well, my back is about... 20 yeah. inches long. And, <laughs> and you go into it a lot in your comedy, in your comedy yes, too. Yes, I, I um, I was born, my family's Ethiopian, but I was born in Khartoum, Sudan, uh, in refuge. And we got out of there when I was like three. So we've been in America when I was like 1985. Did you guys first go to Seattle? No, 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 no. We, we went to worse, much worse places. Uh, St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, uh, God. First, during a blizzard. 
Jesus um, Christ. Which is disrespectful. Hi, you're here from Ethiopia. You're refugees. <laughs> Welcome to the Midwest. <laughs> it's, like, it's just snowing. You're like, whatever this is. What mm, happened? It's the end times. <laughs> my yeah. friend was, um, Naya was, we, we've totally lost touch, but she came over and I'm from Maine and she got put in Maine. And she, yeah. I think she came over when she was six and she was just like, it was a snowstorm. And I was like, what the fuck? It's it's very confusing. Like, they, like there's a big like uh, Somali community in Minneapolis, and you're like, no one, no one from there should ever have to endure this kind of temperature. Same with Maine. There's a big there's a big community in mm-hmm. Portland, Maine. Just it's where people got yeah. placed, and then now there's like a big in fucking Maine. Yeah, it, it, like well after that we went to Fresno, California, which was. Slightly better? No, it's the worst city in I, the world. Oh, I have no idea have where nothing. it is. Where is it? It's in the, it's in the Central Valley. It's it's where the Sun Made Raisin Factory is. Oh, that is they claimed. I had to go to the Sun. <laughs> I had to go to a raisin farm every year for in school, and it was so obnoxious because you you like I remember the first time I was such a little gay kid. I was like, "Ooh, we're in a vineyard," and the guy's like, "This is a raisin farm." <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Well, what, a, what I, a raisin farm is just leaving the grapes out for a little bit. It's a vineyard. He just did not want <laughs> to be associated with wine. Like, Let girl, me say I'm at a vineyard. You are, yeah, you're a, you're a boring vineyard. That's mm-hmm. what you are. Oh, look at this grape. It's shriveled up in dehydration. <laughs> Let's sell it. Like, I'd love to go it. to a raisin farm. It's, and do what? Just pick up some few raisins. It's really, it's just, they're on, like, they're all just on the ground, just turning into raisins. Right. Like, you get, like, you lose interest so quickly. Yeah. I could see that. You're just slowly watching it shrivel. But then we get stickers at the end, the Ooh. California raisin stickers, which we had, like, I had a headboard covered in them. <laughs> How was, long, when did you start learning English? Did you learn it in school, and did you have to go to, like, ESL I was, classes? I, I did have to go to ESL classes, but I was, my English was good. I just had an accent. Um, right. And that's the only reason I went to ESL, which was, I think, stupid, because having an accent. So I was not allowed to leave ESL until I lost my accent. Really? That's and fucking crazy. I, that's that's how, fucked up. Yeah, that's how I started performing, because I would do uh, theater stuff, and they were like, if you project your voice, you can drop your accent. And then I did that, and then huh. I was able to incorporate it to my everyday life. And you, how many languages do you speak? Four? Uh, altogether, yes. And then, what, you speak Arabic, Amhotic, English? Yeah, Amharic and Tigrinya, which are both Ethiopian dialects. That's Could you do so... comedy in those other languages? No. Have you done No it? one laughs in those places. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you go back to Ethiopia, you try to do a comedy show. Like, Get out of here. You're like, this time it might actually be the audience. No, no, they actually, they do have comedy there. It's, um, But no, I wouldn't, I don't consider that. I, I throw in a few words here and there, but not so much. Yeah. Doing comedy in another language is such a different thing, too, because it's not just the language. It's also you got to do, like, the timing and the context and mm-hmm. all that. It's not just as simple as. I just as... did it in Italian. I went to Italy and did five shows in Italian. How was it was that? hard. It was hard. I mean, I felt I felt like, oh, I'll, I'll be able to translate some jokes. And right. then, like, I tried to do my potato joke in Milan, but, they one, they don't have Starbucks. Two, a cup of coffee for them is um, in a mm-hmm. glass, and they don't write names. So, like, when I was describing my potato uh. joke, they looked at me like I was an idiot. Like, who would write your name on the back of a glass yeah. cup for and potato? It doesn't rhyme with Matteo in Italian. <laughs> so I just looked like a complete fool. But the, by the time I got to Rome, I had, like, kind of figured out, like, oh, I'll just talk about my family and being an American and what that's like being an American Italian. Mm-hmm. Right, and as they, you're doing it. Interested. Yeah. You're like, and so that's how I am almost when I'm in Vegas because it's so conservative there. Like, as I'm doing it, I'm like, I'm going to... At first, I was like, I'm just going to stay true to my set and keep doing it. But by the end of my – if I'm there, I'll, like, change it around to just being, like, my most non-threatening material. <laughs> like, just talking about being from a small town. And that's about it. 
How that sounds exciting. Well, you Just know. Strip it down to the strip it down of life. <laughs> to the basics. How were your parents when you came out? Oh, they were awful. Um, but that's I don't like it's yeah, they I from but for me, like they, they're both hard headed individuals and that's sort of like that happened to all their children, so their acceptance was never like my go to. Right. So it was like when they were like, we don't want you to be gay. I was like, tough shit. Yeah. <laughs> Peace out. Deuces. Yeah. I don't Do you have other gay siblings? I have a gay sister. Ooh, and Mateo has a gay brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, my elder sister is a lesbian, but she uh, also, <laughs> she kind of one-upped uh, me by getting into heroin at 16. So. Oh. <laughs> for her. <laughs> so they're like... Man. So they're like, so when she came out, they're like, yeah, 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 but heroin. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and I just showed up just gay, and they're like, I don't know, buddy. <laughs> but any heroin? All right. <laughs> I should have prod in the crack pipe, and they were like, oh, well, then, you know. <laughs> and how, then you- how is your relationship with your parents today? Um, it's fine. Like, I talk to my mom here and there. Yeah. I've sat next to my dad while he watched TV. It's it's that about right. It's yeah. It's just mediocre uh, sitting around each other, and not saying much. Did yeah. they watch? Have they watched your? They must have watched your comedy. Uh, my mom did watch. That's the first time they ever saw me. Was my mom saw my Conan set? Um, I don't know if my dad has seen anything, but has he, have they seen your two dope queen set? No, I don't think they have. I don't know. I don't HBO. They've never mentioned it because I know. I know that like when my mom talked to me about my Conan set, and she's like, she was like Solomon, when you say you're gay. You embarrass me. I'm mm. like, bitch, we're not having this conversation mm. ever, ever, ever. But I love that, like, they're hardheads, but it's like, you made a hardhead. So. <laughs> like, no, we're not totally. going to Yeah. Yeah, so it's, yeah, like, my, they will always mention, like, my mom especially will mention any qualms she has, but it's like, no. Right. Not today. Good for you. But that's a good attitude to have because I feel like a lot of times kids can, fl- like, sort of get flustered and flounder mm-hmm. in the fact that their parents totally. accept them. And it's like, you're dealing with it in a way that is... Hi, I'm gay. Oh, no, I'm still gay. <laughs> not going to change. And I'm not going to change. <laughs> Never going to do I it. feel like that's a very, that's in your act, too, that kind of attitude of, like, and that's what makes a good comic, by the way, mm-hmm. is someone who just has a very specific point of view. Totally. Not what makes it memorable. on anything. It makes it, because that's also, like, when I, I've seen so much fucking comedy, so if I, f- like, obs- so much, so then I remember when I saw you at that thing, it, like, something when someone says something that you've just never heard before it like pierces through and then you're mm. like oh well, what's going on like that because <laughs> you see so fucking much comedy yeah, yeah. you so know because nice. I, I respect both of you so that means a lot Thank oh you. i appreciate oh, it oh well no big deal <laughs> by the way solomon and i went to a, a drag show the other night Ooh. which is one of the best parts about being in new york is like okay it's 11 30 we just kind of finished this weird dinner i joined you guys <laughs> yeah. and uh we had dinner earlier and then you guys had like a second dinner and then it was, we were like i don't want to go home let's just go to a gay bar and see if a drag show shows up. And we did, and it was there, and it was Tina Burner's show, and Mm -hmm. it was one of the best nights of my life. It did so well, too. That was such a fun night. They ended on an entire, uh, like, the anthem of Sister Act Mm -hmm. 1 and Sister Act 2. That's awesome. So literally everybody was on their feet screaming. That is a good thing, because I've been gone, and when I got back into New York last night, I was like, after my show, I went and did an Asian body massage at, like, 1130. You know? Living my best life. I like how we went from a drag show to an Asian body massage. Not necessarily comparable, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> well, to be fair, we, we didn't go to we went, we had a second dinner, but between that second dinner, we had uh, we got yeah they got pedicures. a pedicure. So oh. I got a pedicure as well. Yeah. What was I doing? I had to go. I had think a, I was at a show a, yeah. or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to be going back to LA. Yes. 
So because these late night things, that's one thing I missed when I when I was in L.A. was like late night stuff. But I also didn't really know where to go. I didn't. I don't really like. I like late night stuff. I do is just hanging out with right. my friends. Like I can definitely. I like as much as I as enjoyed. It's still like I. I should go home. <laughs> New York also always feel now. I don't feel it as much, but I remember when I first got here. There's like the pressure of like it seems like people are always doing something. So then I would be stressed because I'm like, is it okay that I'm not doing something right now? Because like yeah, everywhere it's like yeah. <laughs> ironically the most stressful thing you can do in New York is nothing. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you're just sitting there. You can it's almost you can feel the whole city moving, and you're like, right. I guess I should be moving too. Totally, you just get like nervous. Yeah. For no for no reason. You feel like a narc if you're not doing something. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean. <laughs> Kind of, yeah. I mean, this morning I was up at 7 a.m. running to get a fucking steroid shot for my voice. I'm like, and then going to other doctor to make sure I have an ear infection. And then I had to go to Chase. Then I got lost getting here. And then after this, I'm going to steam my voice all day. Going to steam that throat. I know. This is the only thing on No Way to Have a Show Tonight. I guess, yeah, I, I guess I have stuff to do. It's the bopping around. I have a hard time doing shows in L.A., when I get there, LA, I always feel like once at 5 p.m. hits, I'm like, oh, I gotta go to a show. Mm-hmm. I, gotta, I gotta move. I'm comf- There's a, I'm by a pool. I feel that way when I'm in LA too. Yeah. The I trick s- is to take naps. Oh yeah, maybe. That is how I, I, I spend. I, I get there, getting up early, and also, get, I get to do everything I want to do, and I get day drunk and I just fall asleep <laughs> and then. <laughs> I'm a whole new person. <laughs> the nap and then the pass out. I used to do that. I used to drink a lot, and I'd always be like, "Oh, I, yeah, I fell asleep really early." And I was like, "After I drank a bunch, yeah. I passed out. I yeah. passed out." And it was a new day. It was a new day. <laughs> two, two weeks later, I woke up and do you guys do those twenty minute naps like the power naps? They Good tell God, you to do? no! I do an hour to two. Yeah. Yeah. If I do a twenty minute nap, I wake up and I'm so disoriented that it's like it's and almost in a panic. Yeah. Totally. I'm trying like I'm not trying to brandish a knife I don't have. Right. <laughs> Just like who's here? <laughs> Do you have a do you have a boyfriend now? No. When was your when was the last relationship? Oh god. <laughs> this part of my life. Uh <laughs> it was like two years ago. Was it two years almost two years ago? Being single is a good thing. I haven't been single in like a long fucking time. I'm a professional at it. See, that's I am really <laughs> I guess I am a professional because I was I have only had two boyfriends. And in between each boyfriend, I was single for seven years. Seven yeah. years. It's a long time. Mm-hmm. I've only had the one boyfriend, so. Yeah, I'm not really and like a, I'm, I don't know if I make a good boyfriend. At and I broke truth. up with him via text. So you did? Girl. I'm a bitch. Did you know? Girl. <laughs> How long were you together? A year and a half. I'm a monster. Via text? Well, you know what? I've done monster. I did really, I did, I've done so many monstrous things. Because I did, I've done like, I mean, this was really bad. The most recent one. Oh, this was so bad. And I love the person a lot. I was such a good person. I was so cowardly. We were, like, kind of, we were, no, I'll tell the truth of it. We, I was with somebody, I cheated on her. <laughs> I was just waiting to see how you were going to say it. <laughs> I like how you try to cushion that. And I'm just going <laughs> to. I was, so we were I was, around, I guess I'll tell the truth. So I cheated. I would be in a bed with another person that was nearby, and that would be like, then I would touch their, I cheated. <laughs> and the worst of it was she was you know I was I was like you know since we're gonna break up I'm not sure if I'm gonna tell her we just need to break up if I tell her I cheated then that's gonna make it che- way worse like mm-hmm. if we were gonna try to work it out then I would have told her but I was like but I'm not gonna tell, tell her. her didn't you well because she was like where were you the other night at first I was like look I'm not ready to be in a relationship she's like okay cool cool why were you not at your hotel the other night? And I was like, Ooh, what? She, she, because I shared she, my location service with, I always uh, share my location with her. She I'd, had the tea. So she was like, she was like, I literally had to watch you walk to your hotel and then 
like leave the hotel. She's like, "Cause you weren't picking up my phone." So I was like, "Where is she?" And then why'd you stop at that bodega? And then because you she's yeah, like, yeah, really yeah. like. <laughs> also, why are you sharing your location? Never there's, again. Uh, there's we have never there's again. Too many questions. That oh was sometimes like, wait, I Emma, did why it did you? Only because it was like, oh, like we're gonna meet up. Like, where are you? So it was like started as like an innocent yeah. thing. So I shouldn't have done it. Like, always share location. And then I forgot about yeah, it. Always know that you're going to cheat one day. <laughs> right. you got to have that cheat buffer in where you just share for an hour. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, the thing, like, with my guy, it was mostly because it was just, like, I he was, it was I just felt like a placeholder for him. And mm-hmm. I was his first boyfriend. He was recently out. And, like, every time, like, he never shared a photo of us together and oh. after a year and a half. And then he deserved to be broken <laughs> up with it. via text. And I wasn't going to do it via text. I was trying to call him, and he has a tendency to say his phone battery was dead. And I'm like, it is 2000, right. whatever. Like, your phone doesn't die. Right. right. You're, you're just telling, you just <laughs> want to talk to me. Yes. Hmm? My phone dies. Yeah, I'm sure. She got another problem that... <laughs> Yeah, this, oh, please, that's not... I, I need to, I were, uh, yeah. Well, we're, we're going to get into this text message breakup right after our break. I just mm. peed, and it was the longest pee I've ever taken in my entire life. Good, you're staying hydrated. I know. It's actually the next day. <laughs> <laughs> we had to come back into the uh, studio. Good morning, everyone. Okay, <laughs> so no, we were ta- what were we talking about? Cheating? Text message, text message breakup. But it oh, sounds yeah. like if that he set you up for the text message. Well, breakup. he just like I just had a conversation with a friend, and my friend was like, "I never met your boyfriend, and it's one of my very good friends." Mm. <laughs> and I was like, "This can't be done." So I, what I did was I tried to call him. And he never, he didn't answer my phone. He did that whole phone's dead thing. And then I, uh, <laughs> I was like, because I, I did this trick where I was like, I had to, was like, I had to get myself to break up with him, which is scary. So, so scary. It's it is. So I don't know why hard. it's so it's scary. Terrifying. Well, because you don't want to hurt, especially if you, there's like so many, you might, if you still love the person mm. or you love them, it's like, right. and then you like self doubt and like, am I going to be alone forever? That's And you're I'll feeling think. optimistic that we could fix it or. Yeah. Well, also, like, you just, you, like, you guys, they, it's like, I was like, I don't want to back out of this. I, don't, I can't back out of it. And then, so I did was I bought uh, tickets to see Kesha. <laughs> and I was like, and I told myself I was not allowed to go until I broke up with him. I love these. Wow. Like, <laughs> you're very, this is why you're going to be successful. He's making, like, right. you know, you have to do this in order to do that. Like, making goals for himself. With Kesha. Well, so that's, that's a, like a real cool. vision board. Yeah. That's always a rule I have. Like, you're not allowed to do this unless you get this done. Right. I do that, but then it doesn't, I don't end up, it doesn't work. I feel like that with Catholic guilt. Really? Don't you, what religion did you grow up? Um, I grew up Ethiopian Orthodox, so it's very, like, it's along the lines of Catholicism. Yeah, it's like Mm. Greek Orthodox Catholicism, Mm -hmm. yeah. Is it very, like, merit-based like that? Like, if you do this, you you get You only get this, you deserve this from that. Like, it's a a reward-based See, that religion, I would say. I got that with going to swimming lessons as a kid, and then when my parents got divorced, it was like, if you go to swimming lessons, you get Pop Tart. Or if you come over to my place, then you get chips. And then yeah. that's why I was fat. <laughs> you know? The so, reward system. So yeah. it didn't, but it didn't work for me. It seems like it worked for you guys. I was just a fat it works, kid. It worked for us. Because also, um, my parents did the same thing, but they uh, the rewards were far and few between. And sometimes mm. they just backed out out of it. And you're like, okay. <laughs> so, right. so I also knew that I couldn't get <laughs> Right. But I was also a kid with consequences. My parents were not that I'm going to count to three. My parents were the second you do something wrong, you're in trouble. And so I always feel like don't do anything to get in trouble. Yeah. Like my whole life I still lead that way. I'm like, we can't. We're going to get in trouble. Like, 
Yeah, my mom was not like that because oh. she would be like, it, I don't want to punish you, but, uh, you know. What I remember those? being oh, out. man, I wish I had I that. Spoiled. Oh, been tight. Spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> I grew up, I mean, literally, because I'll see, like. I like how spoiled is. My parents didn't hurt me. <laughs> to- <laughs> totally. It, but because it, what happens, those are, those are the kids that then argue with their parents in the supermarket. Yeah. Oh, like, that was me. I'd my, be like, but I want to get these my, chips. My Aunt Cindy put it best. That she said, because we were talking about, um. You know, a, kid, a girl was with her mom in a changing room, and the mom said something. The girl's like 13. The mom said something like, Honey, do you need this? And she goes, Shut up, bitch. And my aunt oh, goes, And it started that. when they were that big. Right. You know, like when they're two. Also, oh. I love those kids. You oh, do? my God. Oh, I hate Did you those see that video kids. of that kid screaming oh at God. the teacher, like, Shut up, you fucking bitch? <laughs> I. Enjoy a terrible child. You know it what is. it is? It's because probably you guys couldn't do that. And then when I see that, I'm like, oh my god, that's like that was like seven levels away from me. So yeah, I, feel I never so misbehaved in public. I like, would go missing. Wow. My, my people say, Sherry, didn't you have three kids? No, <laughs> just two. I would have been murdered. Yeah, and my and mom. Then, and there's time we would be like in the grocery store, and if you misbehave, she'll drop everything and you go home and you're put to bed. That's forever. No, I no. know, but then we never misbehave. We were right. such good kids. Right. Yeah. Uh, we were, yeah, they beat the shit out of us. So. Yeah. <laughs> I would get spanked sometimes. And then the soap. The, my mom did the soap thing once or twice. That doesn't make any but, logical sense. But I had sworn a lot to get that soap. I We what? swore a lot, but my yeah. parents uh, didn't. <laughs> my fourth grade teacher actually pulled in my parents once. And it's like, your son has a problem swearing. But my <laughs> parents. But she said he keeps saying the F word. But that means nothing to my illiterate parents. <laughs> oh, beautiful. <laughs> so the rule in the house was we couldn't say the F word verbatim. <laughs> oh, man. So you can say fuck. <laughs> we can say fuck all we wanted. Fuck all I want, but I will not say the F word. Yeah. Don't say F word. I'm like, okay, I won't. Don't say F word. <laughs> Do you say that on stage? Oh, I don't think I've talked about that one. I probably have. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's funny. It's uh, funny as fuck. It was the dumbest. Did your boyfriend text back, or what did he do? So I texted him, uh, and he sort of, uh, like, I texted him, uh, like I sent a really long text. And then his phone's on all of a sudden. Well, all of a sudden he can respond to me immediately. Yep. Uh, And then he was like, can I talk to you on the phone right now? I'm like, I'm actually busy. Bitch, I was trying. (laughs) I'm I'm like, girl, I'm going to catch you. But I was like, I'm actually... I can't talk tonight. I don't think I can do it. But I mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I just, you know, made sure no one posted any images on Instagram that evening of me rolling. <laughs> you went in a mask. You're like, oh, Solomon's really getting into this. You're Sorry. like, no, no. <laughs> can't be seen. I see why people get so bothered when someone doesn't post a picture together on Instagram. Because I used to be like, why does why does that matter so much? But I feel like a special the person who didn't do it with me was the person that was like the most uncomfortable with their sexuality. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you're not out. Like, you are uncomfortable with me because it's the same sex thing. Yeah. And she'd be like, no, no, no. And I'd be like, we've got all these pictures with boyfriends. And then it stops. Well, I dated yeah. a guy once where we were getting, like, really hot and heavy and starting to say we loved each other and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, why don't we, like, he was really hesitant to post a picture up on Instagram. And then I was like, well, I'll post a picture up. And, like, he was hesitant towards that. But he's like, okay, fine, you can. And then the second I did it, Boom! I got a message from his ex-boyfriend being like, "We're <gasps> still together," and um, like, and it just sucks because I love him and you love him, and apparently he's picked you, and it was all like it just released so much drama. Yeah, that's the social media makes being a fucking. Sneak. But I didn't know. I was like, well, "What's the big deal?" Like, I'm so you know. But then I was like, "Oh, that was the hesitation." Mm-hmm. See, I wouldn't have assumed that. I would have just thought he was uncomfortable with something, but. Right, that's no, the thing that with social it. media. Yeah, sometimes it's a fuckboy, and you gotta right. Mm-hmm. You gotta figure out if they are. It's yeah. 
Are you close with your sister who's gay? Um, no. She, she well, like, we, we talk a little now, uh, but... She she's very much got into heroin, like, mm. so it's you can only do so much in that regards. Um, like uh, so, yeah. So we're like she's now clean, but uh, oh, that's great. Her health is not very good right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's just very casual conversations. I'm actually closest with my two younger, very straight brothers. <laughs> I actually straight. wasn't for a long time close with my older brother, who's mm-hmm. also gay. But then the older we've gotten, the more we're able to kind of connect with each other and then this weekend I did Clusterfest and it was exciting because I got to bring him in Aww. he got to meet Trixie and Katya and Fortune Femster I mean he was like he couldn't believe it he was like I can't believe you know these people I wonder took why me to gay happen <laughs> basically I, just, I wonder why you guys weren't close when you were kids you know I think because he came out first and my family the way we function is like my big fat Greek wedding like it's just nonstop cousins aunts uncles grandparents I mean just it never ends every day Right. So I think he probably felt disenfranchised in some way mm-hmm. and just kind of made his own life. So not in the system of the family and how the family works because he had to figure out himself. Yeah. So I, it was more to protect himself from any kind of judgment. Mm. But I think when someone's that comfortable in their own individuality, they associate the family as stress. Yeah. And sure. so I was so in the system of the family <laughs> that, you know, I think he maybe associated me with stress. So even when I came out, there was still that, like, hang-up. I wonder if he resented you because when you came out and were like, it, you, he kind of had to absorb some of the... Oh, most of the impact? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. I don't know if there's resentment. I mean, my cousin came out, and that was a celebration. Mm. But, but him and I are also best friends. So, But, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. Well, now it's you know, we're adults, yeah. and he's married, and it's good. And we How much really, older is he? He's two years older. Okay. My sister's one year older than me. So wow. we were three little ducklings right in a row. Just and we each name. have a cousin the same age as us that grew up <laughs> on the same block as us. My sister, my younger sister, she's, like, very straight. I think she's as straight as I am gay. Like, she's so fucking straight. She's so straight. She's so straight that she had gay friends in high school. Like, she was, like, comfortable with her sexuality Mm. and, like, all that stuff. But your mother is very open. My mom's super accepting of the gay stuff. She's not – she hates entertainment. Like, that to her, she's like, (laughs) you've – that's crazy. I'm glad you're – I'm glad you're a lesbian, but can we talk about your career choice? Yeah. (laughs) Every time. Like, every time. When she did the Netflix special or the Tonight Show or uh, Late Night Show, her mom was like, well, great, but couldn't you get into, like, something else? You're like, I'm on TV. She wanted me to be an agent or a manager or something. It was when I first got a college agent. She's like, maybe you could do that. Send them your resume. (laughs) And the thing is, is, like, of course, you know, sometimes, like, I have moments where I'm like, yeah, what else? So I just have to never talk to my mom if I'm feeling insecure because I did that once where I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I think I'd just been getting no callbacks on auditions. Like, it was just a clusterfuck. And she was like, well, you did Colbert now, so – if you stop now, everyone would know you at, you tried. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I got to not listen to that. And I was like, well, the problem now is, Mom, there, I don't know what other jobs I could get. Yeah, no, there's a so, there's a resume gap. Yeah, I've put myself <laughs> in a real corner here because, like, what the fuck else could I do? Like, all three of us, what other jobs could we – well, I could draw. I was doing that already. Mm-hmm. But even that's not, like, a real job. I write. I'm, so that's what I – There you go. I, my right. fallback career is my career. <laughs> yeah. 
Writing, drawing, you could do. I mean, you really could do a lot. I could do Uber if, if my license wasn't suspended. Oh my God, no, I mean, you would not. <laughs> I actually don't think you'd make a good Uber driver. I know, me neither. I think you'd be a good motivational speaker. Okay, but who, you have to. Who makes a good Uber driver, by the way? Because they're um, not driving right now. <laughs> oh yeah, that's my true. My cousin <laughs> was talking about her boyfriend, and she meant this to like build him up. It's her fiance now. He, she was like, he's he's driving Uber right now, and he's so good at it. Like he just does such a good job. And I was like, maybe. And then she was like, you're so good, baby. And I was like, <laughs> he was like, you know. Thanks. I'm like, I'm sure you'd be good at lots of other things too. I mean, it's great that you're good at driving Uber, but well, yeah. I mean, they make you know, it's a it's a living, right? (laughs) I could do. I was thinking I could be a maybe I could be an a see a motivational speaker. You have to do something first, like you have to have some credit. Well, um, you could speak on not drinking, Mm -hmm. right? But I've only I haven't been not drinking that long. See, I would be a bartender, which is the opposite. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Actually, bartender, I think I'd make a bad bartender. I'm bad at service jobs because I'm dyslexic, so oh. my handwriting and math skills are not very good. I'm very, I'm a very good server. It's really, it's disgusting. You just it's get it done. It bothers me so much. Yeah. <laughs> this talent. Good I was at it. Because I, I, I just go to a, so much tips. I just go to a zen place and be like, you can say whatever you want to me. Right. Because <laughs> like in real life, don't ever say right. whatever you want to me. But yes. it is weird. Like when you go to Europe and you get a waiter, they're just very like matter of fact. Like, hi, what do you want? Mm-hmm. You know. But here in America, it's like, hello, we're <laughs> best friends. Like, I don't yeah. want to hang out with you. Like, get away from it's me. It's such a requirement. It was so exhausting. Where I'm just like, do you want to hear about a specials for the day? I'm like, I don't really want to tell you. I right. don't care. What I'm restaurants kidding. did you? Work I worked. At? Uh, the last restaurant I worked at was a restaurant at Lacma. It's uh, Ray and Stark. It was a high end restaurant. Oh, named after the producer Ray Stark. Oh, discovered Barbara Streisand race. <laughs> Memory. I'll be me tonight. Um, but yeah, that's so. Yeah, well, just uh, and I was the kind of server that takes in the customers that came back complaining on Yelp, and I'm just like, whatever you want, I'll make you happy. They would come back after they complained on Yelp. Well, that's the thing is that you reach out. People, restaurants when they get bad reviews, every once in a while, go, hey, why don't you come back oh, in? They will treat you well, and then they, those monsters would come back oh, in, and then you'd be like, hi. Hey, it's us again. We left a bad review. Um, Fuck off. Maybe w- you deserved a bad service. Well, they, they did get bad service because we had some people there that were not good at it. <laughs> I see. I never did um, the food industry. I was always in retail. So I always had two jobs growing up. I would do retail. And then I would do, on the side, on weekends, I would draw caricatures at, like, Ugh. either weddings or bar mitzvahs or bowling alleys or And anything. people would pay you for that? Oh, my God. I got That's how, I, like, I made all this money because... You just sit in a corner and draw, and then you – I would. I mean, I'm just like 16, 17. See, that shit's competitive. Well, I don't – you know, it was just like I – don't, I don't know if it was competitive. I mean, just people thought – I don't know. Just but a young I, entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I did it all the time, though, and that's literally how I made most of my money through high school and college. College, I would – I was working at Container Store, then I got fired. Then I worked at Blick, and I got fired, but still doing caricatures <laughs> the whole time. Wow. How did you get fired from those jobs? Um, the container store was because I didn't – I just – they they think they're doing open-heart surgery there. You know what I mean? But it's literally just like white moms who are like, I need more boxes for the basement. <laughs> and uh, so it was true. annoying. And I hated that job, and they hated me. So then they, like, brought me in their office and had, like, this meeting with me. Like, we've noticed, like, you're not – giving us, like, 100% or blah, blah, blah. And then I was like... 100% contain yourself, container store. (laughs) Literally, that's how I felt. And I didn't want to learn the alpha training. Contain yourself. The alpha is their, like, um, 
drawer Signature system drawer you have system. to learn. And I remember saying to them in the office, I was like, because I didn't care about the job, and I was yeah. like, if you've had problems for months, why wouldn't you tell me right away? Why would you wait months and months to tell me? How am I supposed to know I'm doing anything wrong? Sure. And they were like, well, this is the way we work. I was like, well, then you don't do a good job. And like, <laughs> well, we don't think you do either. You're fired. And I'm like, okay. Oof. I got fired from every job I've ever had. Same. I'm pretty sure. Michaels? I, I, I stole from Michaels. I I I was I got, I quit and I never quit. I never quit politely. a place. I've quit so many places. I've, oh, actually, what's I did your quit best one way place. you quit? Oh, one, one time I was working at a Denny's. Girl. Oh. And I was Girl. like, I mean, they was, were so lucky to have you at that motherfucking Denny's. I assure I you, mean, it was Denny's is one. I worked at three different Denny's, and well, I, my mind is blown. It's I can never explain it to anyone. You're so pretty. No, believe me, be, that is exactly how everyone treated me. <laughs> not that not that you can't be pretty and work at Denny's, of there, course, but you would just be like, very pretty. Um, sorry, we noticed that you're not an elderly white woman. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> and it's like, Denny's is such a weird. Because it's like Methuselah goes there. It's like people yeah, in their early hundreds. I it's like the it worst. there. It's 6 a.m. This coffee's not warm. My chicken. What about these eggs? The eggs me. are not soft, and I oh, asked for God. them to be soft. And I, well, I, I worked the graveyard shift, so it was all the kids that would just. God. And this is back when smoking was still yes. legal. So it's like just a cup of coffee and smoke cigarettes on that with their friends. Yep. And, like, yep. oh. and share a dessert. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't believe you worked. You did it. Good I for did you. It. I survived. Good for you. You know, I was born in a refugee camp. Right. <laughs> right. But Denny's is still worse. <laughs> still much worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly. Denny's, Denny's was your. Bitch, send me back to Africa because I'm never going to a Denny's again. <laughs> have you been back to Africa since you've been I, older? I have, but it's... Uh, did yeah. you go back to Ethiopia or what countries did you Ethiopia. go to? Ethiopia. Okay. Um, but it's not. like It's just quaint. It's hang- you just hang out. And just Should I not go to Ethiopia because I look so Italian? They're going to be like, get No, out. well, they're like, they... I don't think that's how it works anymore. Like we, like we don't, we can't tell the difference between white people. Uh, that's true. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I even have a hard time with that. I thought I kept thinking I saw Andy Roddick walking around the East Village, mm-hmm. and then I was like, I'm just thinking all it's white people white look guy. alike. Yeah, it's yeah. just a specific look with the right. wops, you know. But there's like yeah, there's a lot of cultural stuff that Italy left behind too. So like that's why my last name is Georgia. That's why my mom knows how to make a good meat sauce. I like love that so fucking much. Uh, Your mom makes a good meat sauce. Right? It's every it's just an all day sauce. It's uh, <laughs> it has to be done. I that makes me so happy. <laughs> He's very into the meat sauce. I can make it too. I'm very good at it. Oh, as well. this, oh my good heart for you. Is warm. Oh, yeah. I'm happy to like. It's one of my favorite things to do. We had a really good Italian restaurant. Him, mm-hmm. Sydney, and I all went to really um, my favorite Sicilian place called Piccolo Cucina, mm-hmm. and it was amazing food. This is in New York or is it in San Francisco? This is in New York. Oh, nice. New York. Yeah. We gotta go. We gotta take Tyler. Oh yeah, Tyler. We have to take you out to like a really yeah. Nice we want to do something. Tyler is an example of a consummate hustler because he. Reached out to us. He sent us his resume, and then I got on the phone with him, and he like really sold himself on the phone. And I was like, I wow. mean, "You're hired." But you know what was interesting? Right after you reached out to us, then we did get a bunch of other, like other people did reach out. But I was like, "Not fast enough, motherfucker." Yeah, no, we love Tyler. We and then Tyler does the email. So then, if someone were else to reach out and send us a resume, it's like, guess Which what? They're not hiring. <laughs> but also, it takes a lot to get M and I to like function. Yeah, like we're hard to get. We're also distracted. Like we're always one, always in a different city. Two, always doing different. Sh- like yeah. it's hard to maneuver us. So Tyler helps keep us. Oh, so you wrangle these idiots? Is wrangle what you're these telling. idiots. He does everything. Idiot wrangler. We said when we get a budget, we'll we'll actually hire him. Like with a. With I want to get a personal assistant someday so bad. 
I he's right there. Because it has to be someone that you would trust so fucking much. Yeah. Which I would. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, you have to trust that motherfucker, like, with fucking... You're, someone's personal assistant is... I would feel guilty having... I don't like when I people don't think, help me. Yeah. I don't think I'll be able to do it. Like, they'd be, like, they just have a job where they get paid for, and I'm just like... You know, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how I am. Well, you, I'll just go and take care. Because you wouldn't want to give up the control. I just I don't like, like I'm particular. Yeah, you know, I'm super particular, and it's and I don't like I don't know I can't imagine a place where I'm too busy not to be able to f- have these like take right. care of things. I feel like Sophia Petrillo and the Golden Girls when she got like a new roommate and lived with this really rich old dude, and they had a maid, and every time the maid tried doing something where she's like, "Don't." I'm a poor immigrant from Sicily. I can do this myself. <laughs> yes. And so she would do everything the maid was supposed to do. I think part of Oh, the one where they thought the maid was stealing? No, that was that was another one. That was the maid from like the Caribbean. Yes. Was, there's a lot of racism in the Golden Girls, <laughs> the early episodes. I think I would Well, get... I think they pointed out the racism in that episode. But they had another they had some troubling <laughs> episodes. Like one episode Dorothy's son wants to marry this black girl and yes. both the black family and Dorothy had problems. I'm like Dorothy was supposed to be like the liberal. Why would she have a problem with her son? That's the thing. Like, like, but I think that was the whole point of the episode, right? Is and they have to learn from those things, and that's why, like, Blanche was the one who had the gay brother who she was not happy. God, now that was a great episode. That actually. was a good. That good, was good. Oh, 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 with Clayton, Clayton, mm-hmm. actually, Sophia had the best line in that because everyone knew Clayton, her brother was gay, mm-hmm. but they wouldn't tell Sophia. And Sophia goes, "Whatever it is, I can smoke it out of him in three questions." So he comes in the kitchen, and she goes, uh, "So, Clayton, you enjoying this Miami weather? Oh yes, I see. <laughs> Have you ever been to Europe? No, but it's always been a dream of mine. Interesting. <laughs> How many fingers am I holding up?" Two, fine. You can go back in the living room. <laughs> so he goes in the living room. The second the door closes, she looks at Sophie, uh, Dorothy and goes, that man's as gay as a picnic basket. <laughs> the audience is screaming. I didn't know that show was that progressive. That was very oh my progressive. God. It was insanely progressive. They talk yeah. about HIV. They talk about mm-hmm. gays. They talk about racism. They talk, they talk about, about abortions. T- it's a lot. Yeah. Good it's for a them. lot. Packing yeah. it in. Well, I think they got away be- They got away with a lot of stuff. Because they're older because, and so cute. Yeah, they're, but they're seasoned actresses, number right. one. That's why the show lasts to this day. Well, Selgetti actually is a uh, empty nester who, want, who went into acting after all of her kids grew up. Yeah. Good she for started her. in a share movie mm-hmm. called Mask. Good for her. Yeah, and then she, she like she got a gold. Golden Girls is one of the best written shows of mm-hmm. all time. That's something where whenever I see clips of it, I'm like, "This is a guy." This Literally, is a good show. everyone that's wrote on a show is currently a show creator with a hundred shows of their own. No. You know, he, Susan Harris was the creator of the show, and her son is Sam Harris, the famous atheist like um, scientist. I even know that. I don't name. know. I'm not that cool. Oh, <laughs> I, know that. I don't know that much. I don't know he's that not much. Not as fun as Christopher Hitchens. What he's Do you guys have you, Mateo's? A, you're away for Pride this weekend, right? Yeah, I'm going to Seattle and L.A. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to not be in town, and now I am going to be in town. But I don't do this. This is like my one weekend in New York. I haven't had a weekend in New York. I'm in intimidated by weeks. Pride. Me too. So I need to like. I'm going to just kind of like. I need to organize my apartment and stuff. But do you have any plans for Pride? Oh, I'm going to be a monster. Oh, you are. <laughs> Wait, so you're going to have joined you. What are you doing? I don't know. I thought yet. you were away. I said I would have joined you. Oh, it would have been so great them. to hang out no, with Solomon. I've, on I've purchased oh. rompers. I have several <laughs> looks. I'm see. I need Solomon's confidence. There's who knows where I'm going to be and what I'm going to do. Oh my goodness, that should be the anthem for pride. Look, I'm just going to make sure I have my shank and I'm going to be ready to go. <laughs> Are you going to go on a float? 
No, 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 no. I don't really actually. I'm not probably going to the parade. The parade right. part is doesn't make any sense to me. But I like going Maybe to shows that's and the parade part. Uh, I just am overwhelmed by lots of people, and yes. I, I, I close up. And this is I world pride. This is like world pride. So if you want a crowd, this is going to be the biggest. And it's my birth. I'm going to be alone on my birthday. Oh yeah. Wait. Which when's your birthday? Uh, Sunday. June 28th. Okay. I got to write down. Pride. Actually, I'm, I'm, that's not true. I'm, I'm going to be in LA, and I'm going to get dinner with John Milheiser. Oh, good. good. And Sashir. Nicole good. couldn't make it because she's going to be in somewhere. How long are you going to be in L.A. for? Two days. Okay. Seattle, L.A., back to New York. Boom. And then okay. to Toronto, then back. Then the Jamestown, then back. Then Italy, <laughs> then back. Then Montreal, then back. Then Sarasota, to Tampa, to Chicago, to the cruise, then back. Yeah. yeah. It sounds a lot of like we have jobs that force us to travel. <laughs> I'm I'm doing this. I, I think I'm going to be. I was so excited to go back home, but I'm going to be home for five days. Oh, where are you going? Where are you going next? I'm going to go to set to film in Portland. Then I'm going to nice. go to JFL, and then what are you filming? Wait, we're doing JFL too. JFL yes. Toronto or JFL Montreal? Montreal. Okay, sweet. Montreal. We're going to be there too. Yeah, we will. I'll be there the 18th. To, we'll both be there the 18th to the 28th. I'll be there the 22nd through the 28th. Oh awesome. my God! Great. So we, we can all hang out, out in Montreal. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Uh, what do you <laughs> What do you think about this? So my mom, I'm not really going to see her this summer, but she was like she was like she she was like oh maybe I'll come to Montreal for a couple of days you yeah I want to meet your mom my mom's really friendly yeah. okay. Okay. I think you, you, you know that's be... unprofessional she no. weaves mm. she goes to Guatemala you're f- and weaves you're, you're there for weaves. years or like you're there for two weeks so you might right, as well right it's forever and I haven't seen my mom my mom I mean I saw her in Boston but she hasn't she's like that sounds fun so I was yeah. like it's a big comedy festival she's like with you I'm like and it's like a lot of people, and it's a big. Yeah, it's and a you don't thing. have shows every night, so it's always a good right. Like have her here for a show, oh, and then she's have... a tough audience. Your mom? Yeah, but the audience is big enough; it doesn't matter. Yeah, that there. See, yeah, she would like. She yeah, it would be fun for her to see a show. Solomon, but... where can we find you? Um, I am. My name is Solomon Giorgio on every platform: S O L O M O N G E O R G I O. Bravo. Uh, and yeah, I have my website, and I will be going on tour uh, starting with JFL and then most of September and October. So awesome. All my dates will be on my website, so salmongiorgio.com. Yeah, and if you're in Montreal, then you get a chance to, you can see oh, us and Salmon and all that. It's going to be a great time. Yes. So fun. I know a great pizza place. Oh, good. Awesome. Okay. I, I, Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much. <laughs>